Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's front porch over 50 years ago. The front porch is a strange place to start a business for sure. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family owned, operated and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. You can check out Bill Toscano's front porch if you head over to toscano.com. We have great resources in our webinar library. One of those resources is the recordings of our skill series webinars. Make sure you check it out. You'll be able to find the class we're talking about today, which is creative problem solving. There's some great information in there. I hope that you check it out. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Good morning, Dana. How's the training going? Good my morning. marathon runner. Oh, my half marathon runner. Hey, you know, it's going. Um, it's tis the season for hotness and adjusting and trying to beat the heat kind of times. But, you know, I'm well ahead of where I ever been in my marathon training before. Hopefully I'm not going too much too fast, but that's my own problem. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so far so good, knock on wood. And uh, here we are in August, less than what, 90 days probably away from the day. And how about you, Nicole? I mean, not that I'm counting or I was going to say, you probably have a chart set up. Like I can just imagine not it's probably really. on your fridge at home. Like not really. I'm more focused days. on <laughs> uh, Yeah. Well, actually there was a post full disclosure, like on Instagram, whatever week that was 10 days ago or whatever. Someone's like hundred days till the Marine Corps. And I'm like, Oh no. So they started that. Okay. okay. It wasn't me. It was <laughs> them. I mean, I already know once August hits, I'm like, Oh no, you know, here we are three months out. These next two are the hardcore intense stuff, but how you doing? How you feeling? This is your first half. So this is my let's first. talk about your training. Yeah. Well, I'm training in a group and it's a lot of fun. So I do a group run on Thursdays. I'm really enjoying that. Um, the heat kind of stinks, but I think next week I'm going to finally bite the bullet and start running in the morning since Sophie's playground program's done. I think I'm going to start to do that versus my four 30, five o'clock run during the week. Yeah. So I think I'm going to make that adjustment and then school starts, but September should be cooler. So it shouldn't be as big of a deal, but, um, it's going well. I'm surprising myself. You know, I look at my training from my coach at the beginning of the week and I'm like, Oh my stinking goodness. I don't know if I can do this. And then <laughs> the end of the week, I'm like, wow, I did that. So yeah, That's it's cool. It's going good. It's, it's going real well. Um, but hopefully, like I said, and I said this in the, the group class last night, I want to finish without injury. You know, yes, if I can get my time to where I want to, but I am truly focusing on just really listening to my body through this process. And, you know, I've been a, a casual runner for more than 20 years, but with doing this type of training, I have become more in tune with my body than ever in my entire existence. And I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I. I need to listen some more. I was gonna say, <laughs> Dana. <laughs> guilty, guilty. But no, it's good. I mean, if there's days like yesterday morning, I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't. I, I felt it. Um, I was extremely tired, and that you're gonna have those days. That's all. Mm -hmm. I mean, some days you have planned rest days, and some days your body plans it for you. And right, if you can 
listen to it. I encourage it. Sometimes I fight through it and I end up regretting it because it's, it's a horrible run and I don't know that it did much benefit. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I'm going through the run and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love running. I wish every run was like this. This is wonderful. And like on this runner's high. And then my next one, I'm like, why am I running? I don't like running. Why am I doing this? (laughs) So it's such a mental chase game, but you have to get a little creative with yourself and distract yourself in some of those moments, which leads me to what we're talking about today, which is creative problem solving. And yeah, it is right. (laughs) Like it was planned. Um, (laughs) so creative problem solving, I did a class on this, uh, just a couple of days ago. It was very well received. Obviously this topic works well for professional and personal life. Um, but the more creative we can get when it comes to trying to create solutions to problems, the better. Most importantly, what I have discovered and I really want to share, and I know we've talked about this before on the podcast and I've talked about this in classes, but really comes down to self-awareness of your own thinking style and then the thinking style of the people that you're communicating with or to. So this is very important especially in creative problem solving. So I've discovered three different thinking styles, which I think that everybody can pretty much identify who they are. Now, sometimes it depends on the situation and the problem you're trying to solve as to the type of thinking style you'll be. But breaking it down, it's analytical, inventive, and practical. So Dana, in your professional life, would you consider consider yourself to be an analytical problem solver, an inventive problem solver, or practical? Now, let me share with you before you answer what those things really are. So when you're an analytical thinker or problem solver, you're going to take the time to evaluate your thoughts and get those possible solutions together. But you're going to focus more on the root of the actual problem. And then you're going to analyze solutions before you even share them with the group. So that's analytical, okay? Inventive is someone who's going to be spontaneous and creative. They're going to spit out anything that's come into their head. They're not thinking about how realistic it is or practical it could be. They're the person who just shoots out every single possible solution that could be out there. No matter how off the wall they are, they don't hold anything back. And then we get to a more practical Um, type of a thinker. And this is someone who's going to take the time and think of like a realistic solution. They're not as tight as that analytical type of a thinker is going to be, but they're going to make sure that they are finding an idea that has the most potential that they could create like a solution for. So Dana, which one do you think? (laughs) Oh man. Um, a lot of start times professionally I think, start professionally. Yeah, no, yeah, I get that. I, I, I guess there a lot of times I, I'll probably be more analytical, but I'm also not shy if I'm really close with someone to, to say, this is really what I want to do. I wish there was an easy way to do this and know that that's not possible. I'm not afraid to say that, but how do I get there and kind of then go backwards, like work backwards from there? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've told you before. So if that makes, I don't know, does that make me more practical? I, I don't know. Um, I'm more, I'm better with the team setting. I know that. So, but I, I would, I'm not, a. I probably wouldn't bring it to a bigger group if I'm not comfortable without really knowing that it's going to work. So I, if that mm-hmm. make me more analytical, then but so be it. But 
So I it think on the team, like I, I'm yeah. Not, yeah, I'm definitely a mix because if I have a great team around me and I'm really open and we're all open, mm-hmm. we all throw all of our ideas out there and we really don't like say, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Like we all like, oh yeah, that'd be great if we could do it, <laughs> you know? Right. And then let's talk about the steps we could take to get there and, and go from there. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm sorry I'm not being direct. What about you, Nicole? <laughs> That's okay. What I've really discovered is most people aren't so rigid that they're only one. And it depends on the problem and um, if they trust the team around them. So in my work, obviously I'm in marketing. So I have to come up with a lot of creative different ways of doing things. And I use... Um, the CE classes as a prime example. So I came to the table saying, okay, our clients think CE classes are boring. And so do I, most of them are just really dry material and everyone talks like a robot and it's insurance jargon, insurance law, blah, blah, blah. So I said, how about we take a different approach and make it like a really fun experience that people can relax and enjoy, which was a crazy idea that I threw out amongst a group of people that I felt that I could share any kind of crazy idea with. If I had been with a group of people that I didn't know very well, I probably wouldn't have even considered taking that approach. So and with everything all jumbled up together, I think I tend to be a little bit more inventive and practical versus analytical. Now, if I'm talking about my budget to build a house and this house project my husband and I have been working on for an eternity, I am extremely analytical because that is a huge financial decision. Whereas my husband can be a little bit more inventive and on the practical side, he'll throw out some of the craziest things and be like, hey, well, what if we would do this? And I'm like, well, (laughs) so like, it depends on what it is. So I think that that's important. So I, I believe, Dana, that you and I both know our teams here at Toscano pretty well, and we have a great comfort level with sharing ideas that pop into our heads. Not everybody is blessed to have that type of a work family right. team scenario. Yeah. So I can understand why some people would be a little bit more restricted and they're going to take more of that practical analytical approach versus just sitting down and throwing out ideas. So on the marketing team here, we have sharing sessions each week. And I say to my team, bring every single idea that has popped into your head. None of them are dumb. This is a safe space. Throw them all out. Let's talk through it. And that's how we've really created some of the unique things that we do here at the Toscano Agency. So I think it's important for everybody to be self-aware and to know the thinking style of the people that you work most closely with too. What would you say, Dana? Yeah, because you can you can lean on them. I mean, I would love to lean on someone more innovative where I might be more afraid to throw something out. You know what I mean? I'd love Mm -hmm. to lean on someone like that. I I was going to actually ask you if you felt in the marketing scheme of things, if more people were more innovative. I don't know if that that's appropriate thing to say. I just feel like you guys are so creative that you'd have to keep throwing things out there and out there to see what works and doesn't work. So to me, I I would just assume you guys would be more innovative, but also you're going to be more practical in a lot of sense. But um, I feel like innovation would be something maybe I'm lacking. (laughs) So I would, I think sometimes too, that makes the best teams. If you have a little bit of both mixed in too. Mm -hmm. And if you know your team, um, 
sometimes the people that are sitting back and afraid to say or throw out those ideas and the back end of things, they'll take all that information and then come up with one really great, solid solution to your problem because mm-hmm. they're sitting sitting there analyzing it and saying, okay, these are all great things, but what realistically can happen? I find that fascinating in a team setting. I, I It just blows me away and I absolutely love it, but we don't all have that. I'm definitely aware of that. If you ever see it happening, it's fantastic. But, um, but yeah, knowing your strengths, bringing that to the table and there's no weakness. It's all fantastic. It's all mm-hmm. necessary, you know, to get to a resolution and be a, be that creative problem solver, really. Right. And I know, obviously, we're in the insurance industry. This is a very serious topic. We have to follow the rules and regulations. Right. It's, you know, there's guidelines, there's this, there's that, you know, we understand that. And I get why a lot of people in this industry are extremely analytical because you have to be. That's how you have to complete your job for certain things. I get it. However, that doesn't mean your creativity needs to be crushed. So um, I think it has a lot to do with comfort level. I think it has to do with relationship building as well and the people that you're working with. Um, Obviously, a lot of this has to come down to the problem you're trying to solve as well. Like, that's another big piece of the puzzle. It really depends on what you're working through. But all I'm saying is, yes, we all know we have serious jobs. We all know insurance law and, and we get that piece. We can still bring in some creative solutions, thinking outside the box. And I am really good at this professionally. I suck at this on a personal level when it comes to things. Like my husband, thank goodness, opposite the track. He is really good at thinking outside the box. And he even looks at me, he's just like, would you do what you do at work here right now? Like, would you do this? Like, you can do this. But, you know, it's it's hard sometimes when it's something that's so close to home or so close to the heart to do that. Like, I'm a pros and cons list type of person in my personal life, um, but I need to take a little bit more time to be more inventive in that area. How are you, Dana? How does this translate into your personal life? Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel I'm, I'm the same approach. I have, I don't have much of a filter a lot of the times. I've told you I've gotten better with it. <laughs> but I wanted to share real quick on even a professional level, some of the innovations and stuff comes with time and experience. It's it's hard. I think you become more creative the longer you're in your field, just because yes. you, you have to gain. I've, I've gained so much knowledge and to be more creative from the others and the mentors and everyone that I've worked with and the experience in it too. So someone could still be innovative, but they just haven't been in the field long enough to throw out their ideas. They just don't know enough. So yeah, that's the other side of this too. But I, I just soak it all in is the fun part. And to watch it of fold. And I love it whenever I'm in a situation to solve a problem and the person I'm talking to or the people I'm talking to are more experienced and they throw something out that I never even thought of. Like you said, outside my box, obviously they might've done it and heard of it before, but it's outside of my area. Like I, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's genius. Why didn't I think of that? Right. So I just, it's all fascinating. Just bring whatever you have to the table. Nothing's bad. It's fantastic. And um, I hope I hope people can find the right team around them sometimes too. It's not always yes. there. We all have to be our own problem solvers in the end with our own workload, 95, 99% of the time, you know, but um, mm-hmm. for those really deep problems, it is really great to have the best team around you. 
if you can control it. Absolutely. All right, Dana, this was a great topic. Thanks for taking the time to talk about it today. And I hope that your marathon training continues to go super well and you take the time to rest as you should. Oh, well, thanks, Nicole. I hope you do too. I know you'll stick with it. You're going to kill it. I can't wait. Uh, Yeah. Kill it or die. One of the Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Just teasing. We got this. (laughs) For sure. For sure. All right, guys. If you have any ideas or want to share anything with us, go ahead and email us podcast at Toscano.com. We'd love to hear from you. Take care. Thank you. Bye. And I'm on the roll.